everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Pup Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Pup Perez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it in there. Bup Melendez, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I was just confused. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was me. Chuck Manriquez. <laughs> Here I am. Flappity flapper dapper do. Right here. <laughs> and as you can tell, once again, is the great Kira Hesser. Thank yes. you. Hi, everybody. Kira is the best. Oh, well. Yes. And uh, real quick, uh, we got a quick shout out once again on the show. So without further ado, hit it. This is a far out shout out. This is to the shit buck. Shout out to Aaron Tenocha. Oh, I'm sorry, Teachi. Got a new IT job at a healthcare facility in Kansas City. Hey, yeah. Party and bullshit, party and bullshit. Do that shit, yeah. That was a shout out, bitches. To get up in this, email us at shoutout at faroutpodcast.com. And once again, that was Aaron Payache. Pinoche. Yes. Pinoche. And uh, very good. Thank you. Uh, Aaron emailed me wanting a shout out, and that's what started all the shout outs here. He wanted a shout out. Farout gave him a shout out. And so if you guys want a shout out, that's shout out at faroutpodcast.com. Results. Look at that. I want to get into a real quick story that happened to me the other day. Uh, my lovely wife and I, we went out the other night for drinks, and we went to this place called the Sky Bar in downtown Long Beach. Oh, yes. And uh, that's a bar that's like, you know, there's a bunch of skyscrapers in downtown Long Beach, and it kind of overlooks everything. And it's an old 1930s place, which was where, like, Elizabeth Taylor had her first wedding uh, reception was there. So it's a really elegant, cool joint. One of many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she had many. She had quite a few. You're kind of uh, shooting fish in a barrel when you're talking about that. But this was her first, her first time. And so uh, we, we were there, and it was a really elegant night. Uh, there was like a, a, a jazz band playing, and they're doing like jazz standards. And the funny thing is the guy playing trumpet ended up being the guy who played trumpet at our Dixieland band we had at our wedding. So it was kind of funny. Oh. So we showed him a photo. We were like... You're, just, you're shooting fish in a barrel with that one, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the amount <laughs> of jazz... Gonna, I'm going to use that like eight <laughs> times in the show. To... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So uh, as we got into the uh, elevator going up, there was a guy in a top hat. And a tuxedo. Mm, classic. So anyway, we're on our way down the elevator, leaving, and the elevator's full of pe- uh, drunken patrons leaving the bar. And I look at him, because we got about 15 floors to go, and I'm like, I know you. I totally know you. Like, we've, we've drank together. Something goes, totally know you. He goes, you're God, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everybody in the elevator kind of looked, because he called me God. Right. And what happened was, my friend uh, Pixie... Many years ago, because my name is Todd with one D, because Abraham Lincoln said there's one D in God, there should be one D in Todd, because his wife was Mary Todd Lincoln, hence why I'm... Really? Yes. So I'm Todd with one D. That was my father's idea. Yeah. So what happened was, as a joke... I remember when I met you, I said just one D, because your parents were frugal, or what? And you agreed that that was the reason. Your dad's Jewish, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Abe Lincoln was Jewish, though, right? No, I don't think so. He got shot in the temple. hey Come on! Wow. Come on, see? You, you wanted me to bust out the jokes this show. I'm busting them <laughs> out, man. From the go. Fuck, that was pretty great. From the go. Was that Jackie Mason? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm riff, really, I'm just riffing right now, man. 
Just There's ripping off times, any yeah. comedian I could think of. I was in the Borscht Belt. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? You know, the Abraham Lincoln was a Jew. He was shot in the shot temple. Shot in the temple. Yeah. You're Rodney Dangerfield? Come on. That was just a mum- <laughs> that was mumbly Dangerfield, if anything. <laughs> and that's Jackie Mason. Hey-o. I'm sorry. I missed the point of them calling you God. You just called yourself God or what? No, they ju- because I told them the Abraham Lincoln story about so God and Todd. people called you God. Yeah, so. This uh, is odd. Unfortunately. <laughs> this is odd, dude. Maybe Where's Rod? Yeah, I should weird. go as Rod. <laughs> With with me, my nickname, Buck, I've had it since birth. Like, I've seriously been called Buck since I came out the womb. Like, it, 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 it's been a name that's stuck Is your dad a hunter? Or? <sighs> All right. The embarrassing short story is <laughs> Here we go. I used to kick my diapers off. When I first came out the womb, I didn't want diapers on. And I kicked the, my diapers off. So when the nurses brought me in for the first time to meet my mom, they're like, oh, this is your kid, huh? You know, because he's already given a shit already. And they're like, yeah, he wants to be naked. He's kicking his diapers off. Did he's you say naked? Naked. He's, he's bucking. <laughs> Rugrats. He's bucking, you know, like a Bronco. So I guess they gave ah, me Buck after that. So okay. That's the story. But my whole life I've been compared to what uh, I remember when I was in sixth, seventh grade. It was a dog. I'm married with children. You know, whenever <laughs> I tell people my name, Buck, oh, that dog, I'm married with children. <laughs> and, and, uh, Wait, isn't it Bud? Oh, that's the son. That's the son. The dog's name was Buck. Whoa, that's so obscure. And then, uh, thank you. And then, what was it? You know, different people have been named Buck and different things. But two movies have come out this summer bearing my name. One just named Buck, which is about some stupid cowboy uh, horse whisperer guy. Mm. You know, which is like a documentary, which, I mean, did you hear about it? No, I'm sorry. Of course. (laughs) Why would you hype a movie named Buck? And then the other one I think I just saw coming out next week is something called Bucky Larson. And it's about like some porno actor or something like that. Ooh. Like, it, you know, mm. it's like people shitting on my name now, man. You Do you know? like it? Do, well, what's, no. your, what's your original name? Your real name? Oh, Ooh. you don't know. Ooh. No. I was told when what? I... What? Don't I get to know? Th- no, it's, my original name is Brian. Okay. Brian Buck Perez. Well, I, well the middle name really... Quotation marks. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard anybody refer to you as Brian. And even when I first met you... Um, I, I I questioned. I asked around. I said, "What's this guy's real name? His name can't actually be." See, I believed it was Buck. Buck That's yeah. so weird. I didn't even think twice about that. Yeah, most Bucks. I've met other Bucks in my life, and none of them are named Buck. It's always a nickname. Yeah, and we commiserate. <laughs> we we hang out for a little while, talk about shit, because you know, having that name, you experience kind of the same shit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was always told never refer to Buck by his Christian name. <laughs> yes, exactly. And well, I, n- I never have. For me being the strapping, you know, with, with Buck comes a certain amount of responsibility. You got to be a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to not put up with shit and you can obviously see that's what I am. Definitely. And uh, thank you, Kara. And uh, <laughs> with Brian, it's kind of like, you know, kind of a very passive aggressive person. You don't think of a Brian like, you don't kicked ass in the fight. Brian, right. you know, yeah, that's, that's not the guy. But that's also, you know, I've See, realized. I think Brian suits you so well I, now. I've realized uh, mm. over the few years, like, um, especially the last, like, three, at some of my jobs and stuff, people know me as Brian. And that's just through me, you know, not being such an asshole. Like, my name is Buck, which I used to be like, because no one ever used to call me Brian. That's all. what I recall. That's why I'm so afraid to refer, you, refer <laughs> to you as Bu- uh, Brian. Please be fearful. But also, I want to just say that the best movie in the world is uh, Taken with Liam Neeson. Prepare yeah. to be taken. Yeah, but is that it, new? No, it's a. You never seen it? Few years ago. Sorry. It's a pretty famous movie, but uh, <laughs> like we the, the reason it's awesome. Taste. The reason it's awesome is because the main character is his name is Brian, and that's the only time on film you will see Brian kicking ass. Brian, the CIA agent. Yeah, he's I, fucking awesome. I love that movie, and it's funny because my my wife likes it too. So whenever it's on cable, we'll immediately stop and stop our plans, you know, and and, and watch the movie. And it's like, uh, you will be taken. 
<laughs> I just love the scene where Liam Neeson's on the phone with his daughter. His yeah. daughter calls yeah. him. He's like, "You will be taken. Take the phone. Put it by the bubble." And he's like the most efficient man who ever lived. Right, yeah, he's telling him what to do. And they made kind of a sequel to it, where there's a different character called Unknown. Unknown. Yeah, that was dope too. And that was pretty good too. Yeah. I want fuck you know fuck this Schindler's List shit with Liam Neeson and the Star Wars shit. I want every movie with Liam Neeson to be him going to Eastern Europe. <laughs> Kicking the crap out of people right. and, and and saving a hostage or fixing some situation. That's what he needs to do. I want one every year till till he dies. Because <laughs> no matter, you could put him in the shittiest movie just being like, you will be taken. And uh, I, I love it. It's coming out of winter. I like him to go, share your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she under the bed when he was telling her that? Yeah. That would have been appropriate, yeah. You will, just, uh, you will be taken. You will be taken. Share your bed. Just added this movie to my movies to watch list on my BlackBerry. Taken. I have a long list now, yes. and you guys are raving about yes. this, so now it's on there. Uh, it's a great movie. So uh, no, it's in the queue. It's in the queue. Far Out is powered by Ancestry.com. Were your great great grandparents slave owners? Log in today and see. Moving on. Hmm. Uh, by the way, a little warm today in the in the garage. Oh, yeah, today. Ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I just shit all over your neighborhood, your garage. Mm-hmm. You, I'm just giving you shit. That's all. Just trying to be one of the dudes, you know. One day you'll try to buy a house, Kira, and yeah. realize that buying a house in LA is very expensive. So sometimes you're forced to the outer regions. No, no, I'll rent forever. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> our listener Aaron emailed us earlier today about he wanted a shout out because uh, he was starting a new IT job at a healthcare facility in Kansas City, Missouri. And it seems to me that Aaron's a younger guy. This is like his first full-time gig working in an office. And I think lots of times there are known unknowns when you go into an office working environment, like if you, if you haven't done before. And there's people you're going to encounter. Sure. And I think it's Far Out's job to sit and break down some of the people you're going to encounter and learn the Far known unknowns into entering the work environment. Great, I know lots these days with the economy, there's kind of a moot point because who's getting jobs. But uh, we'd like to break down some of the stuff. So Kira has a list um, uh, of, uh, what, what, what's, what's this list here we got here, Kira? It's the top 10 worst office workers from bigstupididiot.com. Oh. Talk about a credible GM. news source. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Much I like, like CNN. I hope Big Stupid Idiot is just like some big like Easter Island head motherfucker who just sits there and goes, ah. It for sure is. Yeah. <laughs> like he just looks like a, tiki, a big tiki head. He's just never been laid. Never been laid. I mean, come on. The guy that's got the website that's got these lists on it, for sure. Any, anybody sitting here coming up with these lists is, is too busy helping people to be sexually satisfied. That's it, exactly. He's probably just a very short man. Too busy not showering, also. And women don't like him because he's short. <laughs> Fuck, you've got nothing to complain about. You're 6'1". No. You're good. Not in that department. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Ready? Let's do this. Come now, on. wait, wait, real quick. Let's get oh. everybody's background before we enter mm. on the show. I work in an office at an advertising agency. I've worked in the offices of you know, radio stations and right. websites and all this stuff. So I'm pretty familiar with the office environment. Kira, you? Uh, yes, I have. Um, they've been all short-lived, though, because I cannot handle working in an office. <laughs> so I, I worked at a, a legal firm, you know, one summer, but I mostly have done, like, service jobs or PA jobs just to avoid the office. Huh. Buck? I'm the reason California has 13% unemployment, because I have at least four or five jobs at all times, and <laughs> I just do a myriad of things, yes. But Buck's Jamaican. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been called Jamaican many times, yes. <laughs> I only got 
got one job. You lazy man. I know Buck is Buck is like an inner city woman with many children with the jobs he has. Just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. 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 A lot of shit. Well, it's hard to maintain this lifestyle that I've become accustomed to over the years. It's just a very opulent. Tell us of, about this lifestyle, please. Uh, a lot of caviar, a lot of, a lot of champagne, a lot of shit like that. You know Didn't bring it tonight, I see. Well, I do have my own Samuel Adams beer mug that indicates where a I'm mug. at in life. Yes. Ironically, we're drinking Red Stripe tonight for the uh, Jamaicans in the audience. <laughs> All right, Kira, what do we got yeah. there in this list? Okay. Number 10, The Loiterer. The office worker who walks into your office or cubicle at least three times a day with no agenda or piece of conversation. They just slowly stroll in and watch. Your initial uncomfortable reaction is, what's up? Which their response is, nothing, just seeing what you're doing. I like that. Yeah, that is a bad guy because if you're going to come in and walk in on somebody's uh, cubicle or anything in general, have some material. Yeah. I just feel like that guy's looking for shit on me. You know, he's looking to see if I'm doing something wrong. Because I've worked with a lot of people who, you know, that's their agenda is kind of to get you fired, you know? Right. So I don't really trust anyone in the office like that. If someone was to come up and just linger around, I wouldn't like it. You get that. I mean, I, I, I feel you. You got you to gotta be, gotta be a bit skeptical of these folks. Yeah, I'd be like, yes, can I help you? And <laughs> move along. We used to, when I used to work in radio, there was a whole legion of these people called salespeople. Uh-huh. And when they weren't out like selling radio or whatever, they had a lot of time, but they were always well-dressed. And so you'd be sitting down, they'd sit down next to you like, okay, so uh, how's it going? I don't know, man, just hanging out doing your shit. What do you want? And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then immediately, you know, they'd start talking about beer or something, and then uh, you, you'd go on from there. Mm. But uh, I, um, I used to get a lot of joy of this when I, I used to wrangle interns at a radio station. I was in charge of all the interns. Uh, many of them which have successful podcasts these days. And, uh, and they would sit down and it, w- it would be okay as long as it was one of the uh, attractive young ladies we'd have as interns. And they'd sit down and I'd just be like, oh, I'll just sit down next to me. So <laughs> just hang out. But I, I never tried to sexually advance on them because I was a good guy. But You did that with the guys. No. Yeah. I feel like now the term, <laughs> the, the word intern is like latent with sexual intrigue like you can't say like the young intern without like that's a sexual term now yeah, yeah when you it's say in- somebody helps yeah when you say intern it's kind of like basically if you have an intern or deal with interns you're you know you're doing good you know, well you're an inch close to being the kind of white guy that goes on thailand goes to thailand on vacation by himself yeah nice what else we got here so the loiter or not not you know guy that uh, aaron here has to be weary of in the office okay um, number nine, the snacker, the coworker who eats all day, the constant sound of chewing as they intake fruit, crackers, and candy, never journey too close to their desk. The odor from their unwashed Tupperware collecting from their bottom drawer <laughs> can sometimes be overwhelming. You guys ever deal with this person? Fucking not porker, a, have not, like, oh, well. not at all. Have you guys come across this? Yeah, I think this is the kind of person in office setting this really kind of trying to stave off boredom. <laughs> and they do so like they're the kind of person that were probably rewarded food as children. Yeah, right. You know, like I, I have, I've actually, there's been, and I think usually I find females are more guilty of this than men. Hmm. I, I usually find that there's women who are stocking up. Like I once had a job where these, these gals had a, a whole cabinet above the office filled with foods and snacks. And so I'd walk over there and I'd grab a snack and, you know, grab a trail mix is always big in the office. Um, every once in a while, there's some chick who's way into being healthy. They'll have some bullshit, like some unsalted almonds. Now, are you have permission to eat this food? I mean, it's not for everyone, right? If you're going to hang it out in the office and I got to watch your ass eat it, then Todd's, <laughs> Todd's getting his... Like this is, 
this is mutually beneficial to both parties. I think they're you're the skinny, scrawny guy taking their food. I think is what's happening. Well, and and also this is usually somebody who doesn't any, have anything socially to bring to the table. So you're not scared of them coming up to you and say, saying you stole my shit. Yeah. No, you know they they have it there to bring people to their desk. Because I'll be mm. honest, I do a podcast. You know, like I I, I do a bit of comedy. So people come over and, and and talk to me to have a conversation because I'm someone who's focused their life on having material. Mm-hmm. I make sure I have material. So if someone walks over to my desk, then I'll sit and gab with them. This is the person that thinks, I don't have anything to bring to the table, but food will bring, bring people to stave off the loneliness of sitting in the office. Okay, I see what you're saying. So they have like candy out or something like that for people, right? But you were saying that's a more female trait to do that? I think... <laughs> yeah, I guys don't think to bring in candy for everybody. Nope. What, what dude is doing that? <laughs> like, I need to bring in some butterscotch or some, you know... You want to know who, honestly? Who? John Youngblood. Oh, yeah? If you go in his office at Life Touch Studios, he's got like some kind of candy dish or something like that for you. Probably because Youngblood's high, I imagine. <laughs> Youngblood was on episode. Probably. You know what this is bringing up? Where are snacks? How come you didn't provide exactly. us with snacks? Right. And by the way, I'm just here for the beer. I'm not here for any type of conversation whatsoever. <laughs> the red stripe is why I'm here. That's how I never ask anybody to bring beer to the show. You guys just show up and enjoy the beer. Yes. I've only had a sip of one. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, we have unsalted almonds in the home. Uh, what, what do you got? What else we got here oh, on goody. this list? Okay, uh, the toy collector. This is the person who never really could let go of their childhood. Their desk looks like a daycare, only the toys are not to be touched. They can be recognized by their Monday morning accusations of, "Did you touch my stormtroopers?" <laughs> yeah, these guys are well, are going to be in your IT department. <laughs> the IT department always has the dudes who have like the Simpsons memorabilia. Like a couple spawn action figures mm. and uh, like a Green Lantern or some shit. And then they, they always tell you how much money everything's worth. And you're like, right. why is it in the office? Yeah, I always hated the kids that collected shit and didn't play with it. Like when I got toys, you know, I think I had like the OG Optimus Prime, you know, Transformer back in the day. That thing got beat to hell. Oh, yeah, you like know? didn't take it out of the packaging. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. I never understood kids like that, like people our age, you know? Yeah, kids always kind of a douche. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you want to hang with that kid. It's anal retentive. No, Tony was stupid, yeah. You know, do you guys, what care, when you, when you had an office, did you have anything hanging out in your cubicle? I never got a, I never got that far. No, I was just an intern peon type person, so I mm. shared a desk at the front. I was once, uh, someone got mad at me at J-Date. One of my bosses came over to my desk. You worked at J-Date? I was the head writer for J-Date. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. After I jumped out of the radio business for a while, I did that. Uh, and... Not Jewish. A mitzvah to did your you family. Did you have a tough time getting that job? No. As a non-Jew? As I a got goy? hired right in. Huh. Hired right in. I'm Jewish mentally. Wait, so you wrote copy for the website or like yeah. their ads? I, all of it. Oh, wow. The back of the Jewish journal used to be an ad I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> the most goyim looking motherfucker. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. I, I, used to, I used to have a good laugh at that. Um, I, I have at my, I was once yelled at because mm. my boss was like, what? Look, look, look. Look like you're going to stay here for a bit, Todd. Uh, Come on, put something at your desk. <laughs> and so I, um, at my new desk, I have, a, I have a Raiders lottery ticket, scratched. I have it uh, pinned. You know, this little push pin, little push pin by so the desk. It's a winning lottery ticket? No, no it's a losing lottery ticket. <laughs> Just whatever was in your okay. pocket crumpled up okay. at the time. Yeah. That's what went up. <laughs> I got stuff people have left at my desk. Look, uh, look I lost. All my paychecks in the upper, upper yeah. drawer. Yeah. Just leave them in there. Yeah. People know what Broken I make. envelopes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Take a look. That's in there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't really uh, personalized it. Now, you have the screensaver. People have different screensavers on their computer. That's a mm-hmm. good way to like you know individualize your thing. Oh, that's how people 
That's how they operate now, huh? Yeah. yeah. I have a big picture of Darren McFadden. It's sexy. <laughs> I don't know who that hey, is. What else we got here? Who's Darren McFadden? Number 20 on the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Brian McFadden? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Darren McFadden. Brian McFadden. What else we got here, Kara? Number weird. seven, the singer. The worker in your office who sings loudly to every song in their iTunes, no matter if it's ACDC or Kelly Clarkson, they almost know all the words and they're yeah. going to let you know it. Yeah. Yeah, that person sucks. No, I worked with some guy once who seriously told me he was a singer and I'm like, like he would sing and I was like, you're, you're fucking joking, right? <laughs> like, he honestly couldn't sing. And like, uh, yeah, it was really ridiculous. I don't understand how people, like I know I can't sing. Kira heard me sing earlier. She knows I can't sing. Well, let's. I can bring out yeah, the, bring guitar. the guitar. No, please. Let's. Not. I asked for a serenade. No. Can, can we get a song, bar? Of, of what? Okay. Uh, how about this? Let's do Wonderwall. But yeah. Wait, that's that's what we were talking about earlier. How do we get to number seven so quickly? <laughs> all, right, all right. We got the guitar here. Because I, I was I was saying one day we should do uh, on iTunes. We should try to make money for the show by uh, having Buck um, serenade. Yeah, yeah, just buck bucks uh, Again, songs Todd's, on iTunes. Todd's idea, not mine. <laughs> oh wait, I come in there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Noel. I'm sorry, Noel. I'll let her play a little longer. Today was gonna be the day, but I never throw it back to you. Don't do that, Kira. Come on, Kira, give me some harmony on there. Oh, don't Kira, you Kira, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. now. See, I'm turning country. <laughs> You're doing of country, bro. Maybe you should sell. That's such a funny character, like somebody who's like Thank super you. manly, and then like when he sings, he turns into somebody completely it's, different. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm crying, you guys, for I'm all sorry. for all our readers out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for making you cry. What else we got there, Kira? But okay. do you see what happens when I serenade women? <laughs> yeah, they laugh <laughs> it, at you. It ends. Yeah, it, it ends in tears. Number you, six. The, I, oh, I thought that was sweat. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you said start singing, I started sweating like profusely. He got really nervous. He grabbed my well, red stripe. Again, again, it is a fucking interrogation room with the light on. <laughs> it really on me. is. Every Can we do this by fucking, candlelight? Every There's fucking show, I, it gets hotter in here. And Todd does nothing about it. But at least the mics were set up this today. So yeah, I'm, right, not, I'm not pitching at you that much, but damn it. Can we get some different lighting? I like the lava lamp yes. on the table. Kira, what else we got going on today? The worthless Sweating kiss ass. That's who. The one person in your office who can't formulate their own opinion or original idea so they became a parasite to office energy, yeah. no, office synergy, and feed off it to maintain a paycheck larger than yours. I'm they sh- also really like what you wore to work today. Fucking schwitzing over here. Go ahead. Take What's it over? off. <laughs> so the worthless kiss ass, I haven't, I can't really play this game because I haven't really worked yeah, Long do you, enough in do an you office. work? What the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, I work, but I've never, I just haven't done office stuff. Mm. Well, I so, did for a summer, but I, I didn't know any of these people. There wasn't anyone like kind of backstabbing, you know, that you didn't feel like was a kiss. No, I was just so immensely bored. I had, I mean, it was the worst. It was filing all mm. day long. I work with a lot of people that do that, though. That The fake laugh, kiss ass, you know, where it's yeah. just, you're laughing. You're, that is not that funny. Why mm. the fuck are you laughing so much? And, you know, just kind of backstabbing people I work with. I'm not, say, not saying a witch job. It's one of the five. <laughs> I was going to say, is it the photography studio? It doesn't sound right. Yeah, it's the one I sweat at the least. <laughs> I've done my share of ass kissing. 
Really? <laughs> Todd's that guy. You don't get to where I've been in life having dignity. Exactly. <laughs> Yikes. Maybe that's why Todd's doing better than me. I'll tell you this. When I, when I, when I was working in radio, the amount of ass I kissed, because, you know, I was a lowly mm. guy at the radio station, so uh, I kissed up to, you know. I, I, I had, who did you kiss up most to, do you think? Well, there was a gentleman named Jack Silver who was my boss. Who was the boss, yeah. And uh, he, he was a program director at the radio station. and uh, You were like his right-hand man for a little bit, or you yeah. were helping him out quite a bit? Yeah, yeah and he'd be like, Todd, come here. Why don't you give me a Gatorade? Oh, Jesus, really? The purple one, right, Jack? Ooh. Todd, come on back. Yeah, give me a Gatorade. Jesus Christ. You got Danny Bonanucci coming in here. Yeah, so uh, what, what do we got here? We got Danny number four. The purple one, right, Jack? The purple one, right, know, Jack? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Jeez. every once in a while. What, what color bottle's purple? Like You, you actually liked, knew what's up. Yeah, he liked the purple one. We just decided we didn't know what flavor it was. I worked for New Line. New Line Cinema. I interned there for a little bit, and I felt demeaned every time I had to go out for coffee oh, and shit yeah. like that. It was it was a demeaning thing. But Todd's like, "Hey, purple? What you want? Red? I got them all." Oh, I used to know it was a uh, Heidi from the Frosty Heidi and Frank show, yeah. like a, a chai green venti tea. Oh, Frank Kramer, like a turkey sandwich with one piece of cheddar cheese on it. And I used to jokingly say, "Frank, would you like me to cut off the uh, crust?" All right, what's next? We got number three here. What we got going? Uh, number five, the toucher. Nothing. The worker who can't ask, talk, relay information without touching. Usually it's a light touch to the arm or shoulder, followed by a very soft and creepy voice. Shivers ensue. Oh, that's nice. I, I, okay, okay, Kira. Todd experiences this on I'm going to give Kira one. Okay, so I'm talking to you. Yeah. And then I grab the, the area between the shoulder and the elbow. Kira, do you think you could... Um, I really want you to get my back on this project. And then you do that. And then immediately, okay. like, the human being freezes when yeah. you do the grab. Yeah. And you're like... Uh, uh. Yeah. You so can't like, say no. Kira, I'd really like your help on this project. Okay. Yeah. Like, And then you're, like, melting. You're like, oh, yeah. my God, this is so weird. Yeah, and then yeah. you feel like me shooting a weird ice-cold energy into mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, 9 a.m. And you just had your coffee. Wow. So you were fondled a lot. Huh? <laughs> we're familiar sounds, with this. Sounds like it. I had a uh, an old man that I served at the restaurant say, kiss my cheek. And I said, uh, no. He goes, not that one. Oy. Yeah. Ugh. Who wants a woman That's working a, on the butt cheek, by the way? It's a nice invitation, right? <laughs> it's good on both parties. Yeah. I can imagine about seven different... Maybe he said to me, I want to kiss your cheek, and I said no, and then he said I meant the other one. Maybe that That's what it was. That probably that makes more better. sense. That sounds better. Either way, it was disgusting. It sounds classier that way. So crazy people at restaurants. Wait, waiting tables. Yeah, that's a whole nother, this is a whole nother list. Real quick. So how often waiting, ta- okay, A, mm. how often do you get numbers or hit on? Because you're an attractive lady. Work in Pasadena. It's all old people and Asian couples. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot. Hmm. So okay. And then, and then B, yeah, yeah. So what's going on creepy wise as a waitress? Um, mostly, I mean, I really, well, I can't say for anywhere else, but you know, in LA, I've only worked in Pasadena since I moved here. So it's just a very different kind of a, it's a nice fancy, you know, nice, good restaurant. Um, I don't work there anymore, but I did. No. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of older white waspy men. Applebee's. Is it Applebee's? That's it. You all right. It. Server Now you know where to visit me. Damn. The waspy guys at Applebee's. Yeah, all the waspy guys at Applebee's. <laughs> Got it. Um, so yeah, there was a lot, not a lot, but a significant amount, especially lunchtime crowd, because that's all the guy, you know, the old guys from the office need a quick whatever. And, and anybody like, you, 
I got a tip for oh, you. Oh, all the time. I mean, that kind of stuff a lot. Yeah. I can't even tip. remember. The, the one that I remember the most is the, the kiss your cheek, and I was disgusted by that. Now, are there customers in your restaurant who you as a staff just absolutely don't like. Oh, like yeah. Like, they come back all oh, the, the time. Oh, the regulars that yeah. you can't stand? Yeah. Of course. There, there was some guy at a restaurant that I worked at. I did deliveries for them, but this guy was there all the fucking time. And he was annoying as hell and, like, always complained about his food. It's like, okay, why are you coming back here every day if you complain about the food, like, every other day? Yeah. yeah you know? It was just like... That's this. when there's they're psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah, every, yeah, every restaurant and has when, that. And when that restaurant shut down, it's like... I don't know what this guy did. You know, what What the fuck is he going to do every Friday? He found a new place. Oh, dude. We used to have, when I used to work at Sears selling refrigerators, we would have so guys. Oh, you did that? Yeah. Wow. We made pretty good money actually doing yeah. that. That was a good college Such job. Such a random job. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> totally. Talk about the most ultimate Midwestern blue collar. Yeah, totally. Like, there are guys who made like $80,000 a year doing it. Wow. But um, I would, I was, you know, part-time working there. We would have these guys who were like engineers that would come in and mm-hmm. what they would do is they're like OCD engineer types and they would come in and measure every aspect of the refrigerator. Why? And they would come in day after day because they're looking to buy one in like six months. And so, oh. and then you get caught up with the customer and you couldn't pick up another customer. You'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> and the guy would be like, actually, you know, when it comes to opening a door, I want one that opens 87 degrees versus, and you're like, oh my what the God. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were horrible. And then you Oh, be, I'm not buying today. Yeah. Oh. We haven't looked at the menu yet. I'll be back in of course four you months. Yes. Uh, anything else there, Kira? Well, we've got a loud phone talker. Every aspect of their lives showered upon you as you hear conversation they have. Baby talk to their girlfriend or wife, plans for the weekends, or issues with their bank statements. You're hearing it all. Added bonus is use of speakerphone. I love that one where it's like, you're like, oh, I just realized you had bad credit because the creditors are calling your work. Yeah. And when you have a communal phone, like they did at Sears, people would call like collections agencies. Uh Excuse me, is so-and-so here? You'd be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, hang it up. (laughs) (laughs) There's the uh, stinky guy. We all know this guy. You can't always identify the smell, but it's usually offensive. How many office Christmas parties do you have to give? Keep do you have to keep giving them soap until they get it? I was once told Ooh. by uh, I once was told by HR to brush my hair. <laughs> wow, <laughs> at a job because you know I wore I wore a good messy look, right? And, which is this good is, when you're balding. <laughs> I was gonna say this is when you had hair. I'm sorry. It was when I was working at Sears. <laughs> And I was rocking the messy look, and uh, HR had to tell me that the uh, manager would appreciate if I combed my hair before work. Now, one time, uh, this was doing the photography in the schools. This was at that job. They had us down for a meeting, and one of the things they mentioned was that we should be mindful of our, you know, our appearance and our odor and things like that. And I didn't know who they were talking about, so maybe it was me. You know, it's like that poker thing when, when you sit down at a poker table and, you know, you're not the fool, you know. Bluffing? I, I, yeah, I was. I was the one who was emitting the shit. I guess. I think. Were I don't you showering? Know. Uh, at time? points in that time, yes. Yeah, sure. At points in that semester. <laughs> well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's kind of hot in here. You're not getting too funky. No. I don't smell any bo. Yeah. Me neither. Well, you know why? It's my secret. Oh. Let's just say shit. that. Let's just say that. Yes, Todd. All right, Kira. Right, anything yeah. else? All right, Todd. Number two is the gossiper. Number one is the boss. I think the, the gossiper. Can, I will say this: talk about one or the other. I I once carpooled. I once carpooled with this 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 lady. Yeah. And I didn't know, but I I found one thing in life when it comes to working is I don't talk shit about people I work with, mm-hmm. the other people I work with. I don't say anything, and if people try to do that, I've learned don't say shit. Just give them yeah. the give them the big dumb face. Yeah. Right. You know, just huh? Yeah. I don't know. 
And this woman would sit and talk shit about everybody in the office during mm-hmm. the whole commute. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know, man. That guy's cool to me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know shit. But then I was like, oh, man. It's a girl thing, too. I, you know, I, I have found that when I worked in predominantly female places, like the, the, the office well got poisoned quite quickly. Yeah. By like, so-and-so such a bitch and she blah, blah, blah. And she's the, and like, we don't oh. talk like that. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty accurate. Okay. Wow. okay. Good impression. All right. I didn't realize our show was so misogynistic till Kira took over. Yeah, me neither, but boy, am I glad. It's, it's just I'm, misogynistic, I'm just, racist I'm sons of bitches. Just saying, that's, that's what made it work. I'm trying to and turn the tides here, yeah, guys. Yes, so we're going in a different direction. The Prince of Tides. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. Buck's an old school man. That's right. He old likes his fried breakfast and. And I like fried breakfast. And not singing Wonderwall. That's what I like. All right. Let's <laughs> go. Started Bunker. Off so great. What was number one? Number one is the boss. Usually by no fault of their own, we hate bosses. Nothing oh, personal. Just that. You're usually great people. But we walk a little taller when you're at a conference or taking a personal day. I love my boss. All right. And again, Todd being the yeah, kiss ass on this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love my boss. Just thrown out there. That's all he <laughs> said right there. If yeah. my boss is listening yeah, right exactly. now, I really love him. Hey, boss, could you listen to my next radio podcast, please? <laughs> He's going to hear that one. Try to get me on the radio. Exactly. You work with Howard Stern. Put me on the radio. Oh, jeez. All right. So I'd like to, first of all, uh, say to uh, Aaron, you're starting your new job. We gave you a shout out. Uh, hopefully, this gives you a nice. I sang to you. Buck sang to you. Against my fucking will. Kira had a nice voice, actually. Well, thank you. Yeah. I was on a Hanukkah and, hip-hop album uh, in seventh grade, and yet, so. And yet, well, you did you rap on it? <laughs> I did. Okay. It wasn't really a rap. You gotta get some audio. All right, all right. <laughs> Give me one of the rhymes real quick. I couldn't possibly. It was so on. long ago. And, and it wasn't like a da 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 you know, it was more like a, actually, I, I don't remember. Maybe it was like a, pretty much a rap. I wish I could do it for you guys now, but it, I was very rap. little. My name is Kira. Have I a like, Nagila. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like the Shamish. I ain't Amish because I'm Jewish. You know, is it something like that? Yeah, just like that. I think we probably put that album out on J-Date at a certain point. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for showing up. And we are out. Bye. <laughs>